<coughs> Podcast Network Asia. Network Asia. Woo! Hello, guys. Welcome to the Online Podcast. We're just doing a little cheese memes on the background. How's that, Vince? I'm doing okay. Uh, I'm Vince Galanco from WhenInManila.com. And I'm Diana Menezes. And this is the Young Money Podcast. Yep, yeah, it's a podcast where we talk about young entrepreneurs, uh, young at heart, and we try to find out how they are doing in their industry and how they are making money and how much money they are making, which is, I think, what makes this podcast sort of unique is, you know, we, we try yeah. to get into the figures as well as the steps they take so that you too can maybe earn as much or more than our guests. <laughs> <Good one. laughs> hopefully. <We're there. laughs> hopefully. Um, how are you, Viz? I'm like, if if you guys watch us all the time, you can see that I got some color, and I'm really happy about it. I went to the beach for two days, not not vacation, but work, and I forgot to bring my sunblock. So now I've been for two days. I've been bloated like crazy, and I learned my lesson. And it's painful, man. Like it's really painful. I haven't felt sunburn this painful, but I love the color. So Open pink. Apple. Yeah. What? Aloe. Aloe vera? Yeah, that's what I'm using, like the gel from yeah. La Miglon. Oh my God. <laughs> but yeah, today I'm excited, Vince, because our guest is a good friend of mine. And I've been to his house. I've been to his home. I know his wife. Uh, I know a lot of people that know him as well. He is actually very welcome in the modeling industry by all the models because everyone really loves him. And we also use his house for shooting spaces as well sometimes. and. The good thing about him is I have a list of his achievements here that I wrote down, but I will let him talk about it and then I'll give you just a personal uh, insight of how I feel now. I didn't know the side of Jay when I first met him because I was just like literally modeling and seeing him all around with a lot of cool people. But then one day, eventually, I found out what he really does for a living and I was like, whoa, that's amazing. Now he's teaching the young people how to make business. So he put up his own school. Yeah. Yeah. It's called the Startup Village and it's in Makati. I don't know if they moved to San Juan, but I know they have also a space in San Juan as well where they welcome uh, new people, you know, teach the young how to make business, teach the young how to, you know, invest. And and I think that's essential in our generation. So that's well, what does he have to do with modeling? Because you kept mentioning you yeah. see him while modeling. What does he have to do with modeling? He hangs out on the places where people like me would get to know him. That sounds so the, very the, vague. <laughs> no, sounds it like a stalker. I, I don't, no, it, no, of course not. I don't. Yeah, so in Vegas, in Dubai, you can see a lot of successful people, but not a lot of them get in touch with models or young people or a lot of like basta foreigners in the country. He he knows how to do that. <laughs> And I don't know. And that's why I met him. Like sometimes if you go a pl to a place and you meet someone who is like successful, sure. You know, sometimes they go out, but Jay is specifically very much welcome in the community of people who are like new, young in the country for a while, or sometimes they're foreigners and everybody ends up being like family to him. So, and to me, that's unique. I don't know a lot of people who are like that. That's what I mean. 
Sorry, I'm really I'm really confused on what he has to do with the modeling world and oh, how you met out. him. I'll, I'll ask let's, him the last one. Let's find out. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because he, yeah, because he helps us also, you know, like with photo shoots and one of his businesses as well like in san juan they have studios and they encourage okay also there you the go so he people. has studios that's how you know him i mean yeah but i don't think because he has a studio is how i know him so let's interview him oh, and okay. find out how did this all happen but well my friend jay bernardo of course professor jay bernardo and let's welcome him on the show and find out all of this <laughs> jay Hi, 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 amigo. Hi, amigo. Hi, amigo. <laughs> Welcome. I was laughing yeah. at the back because you were talking about me. about you. Well, it sounded like you I was cannot a defend yourself. Yeah, I think that, that's how she explained it. It sounded stupid. No, so. it depends on how you look at it. Okay. Okay, no, <laughs> I, I swear I, the way he explained it. I, I'll explain it later. Yes, please, <laughs> please explain that better. How you guys know each other. And what this okay. is, because Diana kept saying she met you through the modeling world, but wasn't exactly saying how, so I wasn't quite okay. sure. Uh, but yes, she, she gave a very brief description. Professor Jay, hopefully you can uh, uh, give us a more in-depth sort of description of what you do, who you are, and what you do. Well, today I'm actually a professor, and I'm a, chair, a chairman of uh, Southern Village and a chairman of Bayan Foundation. Both organizations actually help people, entrepreneurs, how to become successful in business, one for profit and one for uh, more social causes, which is community building and other stuff. You know? So, But I didn't start that way. I actually started as a traditional entrepreneur. Uh, I was a night shift supervisor that uh, ended up coming up with an idea. And initially, I was a night shift supervisor for Johnson Johnson. And when I resigned and uh, took my master's after that, I... I made a small proposal just to make the cotton bud stick, just to stick. I didn't have money at all to even start the business. I proposed to them that if we bring it out, we will save a lot of money as far as overhead and labor is concerned. And from that one stick, just the stick of the cotton buds, you know, um, it grew and grew and grew because uh, we, I weighed the stick, then the whole cotton buds, and then I went to baby oil, cologne, lotion, shampoo, bath, Almost 70% of all Johnson Johnson products were outsourced to me. And I think wow. that, that is like the, the, the history of that. And I went to other traditional businesses. I wanted to try a lot. So I went into logistics. Up to now, I actually do logistics uh, nationwide. I do that for Pfizer Animal Health, for White Swap, for Zuitis, for so many other multinational corporations. I also manufacture for the food industry. I make all your Quaker oats. To go and all the other stuff, um, a lot of uh, food and uh, cosmetics. I make we well our company and my our partners. We make 100% of all Unilab consumer products. Okay, wow. so so at that point, uh, I, I call that the Old Testament business. And then okay. okay, that was my Old Testament business. And then my New Testament business was I started going into new stuff, something that I was passionate about, something that I liked doing. And one of that was actually going into photography. I okay, ended up there, into photography. there we go. Okay. Thank you. Then, yeah, like... I, I, I had to clear my name. <laughs> I ended up in photography. I got, I was, I, I partnered to get a photo studio. And then I got close to the malls. I opened up my own modeling agency as well. Ah, uh, talaga. Now, diba? Yeah, with Is Dream. Is that recent? Yeah, 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 yeah Dream. 
And then um, we opened up a Brazilian restaurant. That's it. That's and it. Sorry about that. More, I forgot about yeah, that little detail. That. That's Botecco. where we met. Okay. Botecco is uh, where all the Brazilians hang out. Give them the models free food so that uh, they come <laughs> <over>. <laughs> It's <laughs> a Thailand <laughs> concept, by the way, when people are thinking that all models are starving. This is a thing they do. And then, and then so many people <laughs> posting different things that interested me. So I went into whitewater rafting. I went into resorts. I went into different um, uh, restaurants. Uh, Wolfgang uh, is part, I'm part owner of that as well. So. Wait. Wolfgang Steakhouse? Yes, yes. We're partners. I'm a partner at Wolfgang's. <laughs> oh, my God. We met. Yes, yes. We're always at Wolfgang's. I'm part of a podium and BGC. Okay, I'm the one in the resorts world. Okay. Oh, okay. Which I think uh, are, are the core partners from resort. Are you part of the core partners? Yes, yes, yes. yes so yeah. you, you're also part of BGC and podium, right? Sorry. Yeah, but like, I'm the... Uh, Quiet. I yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. So uh, I went to that. I think that's the only restaurant that's surviving. I went to five restaurants and all died. Yeah. <laughs> the only one that's surviving, which is uh, amazing as far as what they Raymond knows what he's doing. <laughs> yeah. And then I got into, because of all this, because I was so blessed early on in my life, I said I wanted to help more entrepreneurs. So I started up the Startup Village. Where people can okay, people can learn how to do business, so we teach people how to to pitch and to create their business plans for uh, for profit. You know, so this has been going on for the last more maybe more than five years now. Mm. So we're there. We listen to a lot of different people pitching different types of type of companies or proposals or business plan. Uh, recently, uh, the, this. Dr. Ed Murato, who used to handle Bayern Foundation or the ABS-CBN Foundation, named, I've been board of directors with their um, social enterprise NGO. And uh, when he passed away last February, he named me as his successor. So I ended up having, uh, leading the social enterprise that helps micro and small entrepreneurs in the business world. So uh, now I have both. You know, the, the helping side and the the, prof, the profit side of business. So I'm involved in both, and I teach also. Uh, the I got to become a teacher of entrepreneurship. So I teach at the masters of I teach masters of entrepreneurship at the Asian Center of Entrepreneurship. I used to teach at AIM, but now we bought that school away from them. It's partnered with Ateneo, Ateneo Rockwell. So that's that's a short, quick. Wow, I sure that. I am in a lot of things. I I told you I I'm a serial entrepreneur. I'm I, I'm a portfolio entrepreneur. A serial interview entrepreneur does the same thing all the time. I don't like that. I'm a butterfly. I'm a social butterfly, so I jump from one business to the other. So how in, to be you po? No. <laughs> I'm involved in Shargao, I've been in love with Shargao, and I fall in love with a certain area, I have to do business there, so it legitimizes why I'm there. So I have a mm -hmm. pharmacy there, I have a emergency clinic there, and it's called Island Doctors, and a lot of other things there. <laughs> I can see Vince going like, oh my god. 
Yeah, wow. It's like, I don't know where to start with our questions and our. It's just that's a lot. I feel like we'll need to do like a seven-part show. Maybe. <laughs> we, we started with the modeling already, so it's okay. Can we clone you? <laughs> so we can have different guests talking about your businesses. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the, the, yeah. Yeah. So, well, let's talk a little bit about that social enterprise where you're helping entrepreneurs now. Tell me more about that because that is what the show is about. We're trying to help entrepreneurs as well to maybe figure out a field they might want to get into, see how much they can earn from it and all that. So mm -hmm. tell me more about this startup village. So look, Bayern Foundation is a social enterprise. Startup village is for profit. So Bayern Foundation, we have a lot of programs that we teach people technology so that they could put up their own, they could be employed as tech people or they could put up their own technology companies or we help micro small enterprise. We don't only just teach them, but uh, we have a microfinance lending company that we actually lend and we don't just lend money, but we really help you through the whole process. Okay. Uh, so if you're a small business person, then, or is wanting to start up, then we could actually provide the capital for you. And most of our programs are sponsored by big corporations like Facebook, B, uh, BPI, BDO, uh, JP Morgan. So a lot of them uh, use our channel for teaching the micro and small enterprises. Uh, that's what we do. And the Insano Village is different. Uh, it is owned by private owners. So we have the likes of Joe Magsaysay, who is part of it, who owns Potato Corner, and, and so many other people who are in the, involved in that industry of uh, trying to bring out new inventors and new ideas into position by getting them funded. Nice. And this came about from uh, you wanting to help out entrepreneurs. Are, are there some examples of the type of help you guys give to these entrepreneurs who want to create a business or whatnot? Yeah, I mean, even Diana has been there. I mean, she, yeah, she's the I attended. And that's why even uh, I, I get a lot, they call me the the celebrity professor, because I have a lot of celebrities. <laughs> Even Katriona Gray was uh, my student for 12 sessions, no? uh, nice. right before she joined um, Miss Universe. Miss Universe. Yeah, so what we try to discover is like, what we try to discover first is about who you are, uh, and you have to have self-mastery, so that you know who you are and what type of business or what type of person or business person are you. We, this is the core of what we try to teach for you to discover who you are and where you are in the business. Because some people, they don't like to, they're not very innovative, they're not very creative. So we tell them, go to franchising or go to just buy a franchise so that you don't have to, to be pressured by all of that. Right? So we understand who you are and then we help you, we guide you to coming up with uh, a marketing plan, an operations plan, and a financial plan to your business, basically. And then we match you up with different investors. That's so, you know, an example, for example, uh, Jinri Park, who has already left uh, for Korea, uh, started the business and she she found out that uh, because she was so busy, the only thing that she really cared about during the time, very passionate about, was jujitsu and her dog. And she ended up putting up a business about her dog. And it was the, the first thing that Yeah. Oh. <laughs> the first what? Say that again. It's a Tinder Tinder for dogs. They yeah. created that together, yeah. So she got funded and up to now, uh, we had to close it during the pandemic but we're reviving it again. And it was a Tinder for dogs and a lot of people were hooked into it because a lot of times you don't, 
find a mate for your dog. Okay. Or, okay. And then uh, all the information about where to get the bed and where to, what type of medicines and all that stuff. So for the dog lovers, then that's the place to go to. And that type of uh, per here, here's Jimmy doesn't have any business background. She was, and we had to guide her through, help her become her own entrepreneur, help her in the context of accounting, even of financing, even of legal items, mm. so that be, she could learn how to, to, to go about that process. Hi, this is Jamie Fournier. Tune into insightful conversations about the ins and outs of the BPO industry, delivered to you via a fun podcast series featuring some of VXI's very own BPO heroes. All of that and more only on VXI Conversations, powered by Podcast Network Asia and Podmetrics. You know, she said, I want to know if my dog is happy. <laughs> my dog makes me happy, but my, how, how do you know if my dog is happy? So if my, my dog's happy, he has to have proper care, proper food, and proper social life. And <laughs> I Fair guess enough. for dogs, is uh, what it was. <laughs> it's also the place where owners meet each other. True. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> owners who love dogs. So that's, that's just one example of, of those type of, and then uh, for the social enterprises, uh, we have uh, people who help out, let's say, the Tublai weavers, Tublai in Benguet, and they put together the people of Benguet who doesn't make so much money, and then we we teach them how to weave, and then we, we partner them with Zara One, who will design a bag for them, and they will create the bag, and now they have a livelihood stream, because it cannot... It's not only created by by Tublai, but uh, the Zara One community and the ABS-CBN group is the one promoting it here so that it can be sold. Mm. So this time it's different. It's community based. It's the purpose is more important first. It's to help a particular community and then figure out how we're going to be able to do that. So I that love that. Continuing. Okay. Love so that. what are some of the biggest mistakes that you see entrepreneurs do when they're starting a business? Uh, uh, one of the biggest mistakes is really falling in love with your idea too much. Pana, pana. Falling, falling in love, in love with? with what? Falling in love with your idea too much. Uh, Why is that a mistake? Yeah, sometimes, you know, you have to understand and put into your head that your idea is, might be good. It's interesting, but don't fall in love with it too much that uh, you don't think that somebody else can improve on it. Uh, mm. In that context, sometimes when you comment badly on a particular thing, they'll they'll get mad or they don't uh, they don't want to take the advice. I'll do what mm -hmm. I have to do. And a lot of the investors get turned off by this by somebody who's not very open to to get more ideas. Yeah. Yeah. Another mistake is not taking uh, what you get all this money and accounting seriously. Uh, <laughs> you have to know a little bit more. Some a lot of entrepreneurs start up because they're very good ideas and marketing people, maybe. But the accounting side, you know, businesses don't die because of because of profitability. They die because of cash flow. That's why a lot of a lot of businesses during the pandemic ended up closing because of cash flow. 
And it's cash flow that you really have to put a little bit more effort to and trying to understand how much money you still have at this point so that you could actually manage it very well. So managing business is, is, is really about managing the cash that you have around it. So that's that's something that you should take seriously. Don't just give it to somebody else. Not cool. <laughs> I, I wish I met you before. That, that's exactly my problem is I, I'm a creative type. So with my businesses, it's I hate the money part. Uh, but during the pandemic, when we got, it was the first time we got tight on money because we didn't ever have cash flow problems. So when the pandemic hit and we had cash flow problems, we almost, we almost had to, you know, we had problems. It was the first time. So, and it was because of the accounting because I didn't pay that much attention to it because I hate the figures. Yeah. So entrepreneurs usually are like that. They're not very much, they don't like the numbers very much. They just want to know how much they're making and how much is the net. That's it. That's all they want to know. So, uh, but in bad times, oh my gosh, you don't have to learn the full accounting. You just have to know the questions that you have to understand. Like, how much money do we still have left? How long will it last? Where else can we get money? That's it. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you do to prioritize the cash? If a lot of people, if a lot of businesses will not will die because of cash flow, then we have to take a very good look at the cash, right? Because the market's still there. The people are still there. They change methods, though. Uh, they change methods of buying. It's now almost all online. But your market's yeah. there. Your brand's still known. But now, how do we generate the cash? That's the, the, main, the main issue. So even though you're not an accountant, it doesn't really matter. As long as you mm -hmm. know what the important questions to think of and what to look at. So... Now you know, Vince, that every time that something like this goes on, you have to understand how much cash do we have? How long will we last? <laughs> yes. Okay, that's why some people immediately, okay, let's cut salaries in half. It will make us last longer, maybe until we can survive, right? So uh, some people did that. Some people closed the business altogether. Uh, a lot of experiences like this. So don't be shy. If you're an entrepreneur and you're in a bad time now, a lot of us are. Even I am. I closed a lot of my businesses. Even from the one month during the pandemic, I already closed them. And, and there's no shame. That's why I was saying, you mm -hmm. know, there's no shame that, uh, oh, why did I close them? Why did I give them enough? It's, all, it's because of the cash. So if a particular business doesn't have enough cash, then I have to close them. If somebody can survive without the cash, with, with stretching the cash, then let them, let them continue being open. Okay. I, I like this episode because we're sort of giving general advice to entrepreneurs out there. So in line with that, if someone does have an idea or wants to be an entrepreneur, but they've no clue how to start, let's say they're fresh out of college or they're still in college and, and they have this really good idea. Uh, like you said, you were able to turn your ideas from cotton buds into something huge. Uh, so for people out there tuned in, they have an idea or they know they want to be an entrepreneur. What are the first steps into becoming like you? Yeah. <laughs> well, like so many other people, but when you have an idea, you have to be able to put that into a complete plan. No? And not exactly a whole business plan that you know you taught in college and that you have to have a, a thick paper. No? But you have to have an understanding of how it will work, how big the market is, how it will work. And how are you going to finance it? As simple as that. Now, so people would like to understand and listen to, to that as far as you're concerned, both investors and probably clients that you will be having. So if you have that, if you're complete and you understand that, and even though you're not 
your ideas are perfectly all right, they will give you more ideas and they will support you more. That, that's why we ask people to go to come to Startup Village or if it's very if it's a small business and micro micro is small, wherein you could help the community, then please come to Bayan Foundation. You could check it out on IG or Facebook, uh, any of those uh, two institutions, and just state there that you are this person, that person, and we will we will definitely find a way to support you. In Bayan Foundation, most of the things are free. Yes, please tell us more about these two. Uh, yeah. Both Bayan, yeah. Uh, yeah, tell us more about these two. Okay. Um, in Bayan Foundation, most of them are free. Uh, a lot of them are sponsored by our big corporations. Uh, there are even competitions that we that we launch. So we have the BPI CNAG competition, where if you're a social enterprise, you could actually pitch. We will teach you for how many days, how to pitch, and then later on you will pitch, then you will screen down and they choose about uh, 10 winners that will receive uh, grants uh, from half a million to 300,000 prices for different uh, organizations that will be helping others by putting up their own company. And we're not saying, you know, like when, when you put up your own company, you need to become sustainable and you need to pay yourself. So mm -hmm. it's a business, but that's a business with a heart. In front of village, it's different. You know, most of the people are more mature. They're more educated already. They already have a somehow a plan in mind mm -hmm. and they just want to hone their skills you know i remember diana was there and she already had her coffee then she had so many other businesses already when she came that time, yeah. Yeah, yeah so so they already have some sort of idea but we just now need to really hone it so that we can prepare them for pitching to other people that's amazing you have success stories from startup village ah. You I know, remember the girls there. They opened some stores in the mall in Africa. There's a lot of different. There's a lot of different stories, uh, but um, I, I like this. There's a the most recent one because you're about to ask me. So how much money can you actually make? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're gonna ask you to show us the money. Okay, okay. Um, the, what? Remember that there was an app company called Dream Tech. Recently, I don't know if you know her, Diana, but uh, Richard, who used to help making uh, making the apps. Anyway, the for app the, for the celebrities. Uh, uh, I remember out. that. Oh. So during the pandemic, mm -hmm. during the pandemic, just recently, he was bought for a million dollars. His company for a million dollars. Not only, but he will still run it. He will still own forty percent of the company, and the person that bought it was sixty percent from New Zealand. Imagine some wow. somebody in New Zealand bought the company and now wants him to operate both in America, in Dubai, in Japan, and New Zealand. So now he's he became much richer now and still has a better paying job and shares and opening up new businesses around the world. So she, he's about to do this in 2022. He's about to get paid in December of this, of this nice. month, yeah. So I'm a part of that company. I sometimes invest on some of them. I don't invest any big amounts of money anymore. I'm just like a small investor all the time. So hopefully I get my Christmas bonus from him. <laughs> <laughs> so so that be more money investment there. Eh? If, if I like an idea personally, I invest on it uh, myself. No, I, I, if I like a particular business, I invest in it myself, I get involved myself. But nowadays I don't want to be majority, I just want to be a minority part of it. I like to see the people's journey and people become successful. 
and I want to be I want to be part of that success. And you know, like I'm I'm kind of retired. I'm more I'm more helping people, but you know, being an entrepreneur, you can't stop. You keep yeah, on growing. You, you can't. How, stop. What birthday was it? In Shargao tayo. Mas malakas ka pa sa akin. <laughs> There's no. Yes. You still have to be around, Jay, to teach us a lot of businesses. Okay. You know, You're helping had, a lot of people. Yeah, I had COVID, right? I almost died last. I summer. know. I saw. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Summer, can you? Yeah, I was can you share a little bit? I went to beer, and it like strengthened my my belief in my purpose. I was brought here to help others in in their quest for entrepreneurship. So that became stronger because now I'm handling a social enterprise called Buying Foundation and I'm handling mm. a startup village. So I'm more concentrated on helping others now than putting up my own. But it means that it doesn't mean that I shouldn't be. My companies, by the way, uh, they're still running. Uh, and you'll be so shocked that, for example, my manufacturing plant, I only go there two times a year. My logistics company, which I 100% own, I, I only meet them four times a year via Zoom. And my other companies are like this. So, so not only will you be learning how to put up a company, but how to sustain it and manage it. You know? in, this, in that platform, we have the A Center for Entrepreneurship. We teach Masters of Entrepreneurship to very successful uh, companies already. But this time, it is um, how to sustain it, how to become professional and product, you know, in, in productivity and all you know, doing the right things already. Maybe you guys should go into the masses of entrepreneurship as well. I would love, <laughs> I would to. love to. Oh, oh somebody. That, right? <laughs> you know, nowadays it's online, so it's much, much easier to actually do it. So back in line with our question of showing us the money, maybe we could also give more figures on, for people tuned in, maybe there are figures we can give, like roughly how much, I mean, it's of course going to depend on what business. It's so generic. Uh, yeah. But is there a specific capital that most businesses need to start with? Or at least like maybe you could let us know like you need enough money to survive these many months or sort of? No, when not... should they make their money back? How much money? I mean, are there generic numbers for just... They're not, they're okay. not. Okay, because I take it from my example. I tell people this as well that, you know, when I started, I had no, I had no initial capital. I really did. I had a good idea. I presented this idea to to the head of uh, Johnson Johnson. And he basically told me then you, you, you have to figure out you know, where, of course, what the first thing that I had to do was ask money from family and friends initially. Uh, I told them the three things, no? family, friends, the three Fs, family, friends, and fools. <laughs> family, friends, and fools? And fools. And fools, the people <laughs> I can fool. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I said, uh, initially I started very, very small and, you know, it's like going up the mountain. You start as small and then you'll see some opportunities, but as you go up the mountain, you'll see more. And as, as you become successful going up the mountain, more people want to invest on in you. More people want to join you. More people believe in you and the money will no longer be. It's never about the money. You know? It's never about the money because there are several ways for you to get it. Uh, there, there are competitions that could win. There are investors that can invest on you. There's so many. So never make that as an excuse. Because if not, the, your ideas will just be limited to amount of money that you have in your pocket. And if you don't have enough money, then you don't dream big. That's why people say dream big and start small. 
really means it. You know, you really, we really mean it. You know, start small and then go up, go up the ladder. If you find a shortcut, then great. But normally, it will require a lot of cash. And remember, always businesses die because of cash. So you have to figure out where you will get the cash if your business is successful. And when your business is successful, people will give you cash. The banks will give you cash. Investors will give you cash and all that stuff. So the, the thing to do is to make this very small thing successful. And then figure out now that, you know, how do I multiply what I'm doing? How do I make it bigger? And now people, and pitch to the bank, pitch to friends, pitch to black, and, and people will support you with cash. So don't start with the amount of money you have. Or else, mm. it's only going to be up to a, a certain amount. And sometimes you could trade what you know, right? I mean, if let's say Diana, I want to partner with Diana, I say, Diana, can you be our marketing? Can you can you do this? Um, we'll pay you uh, thirty thousand a month or fifty thousand a month for promoting it. But instead of paying you, can it just be shares that we will pay you for? So one, Beyonce, yeah, right? that for yeah. Uber. Yeah. So once, once we do that, then then you leverage your. You leverage what your skills are and uh, what you have into cash and then buy mm-hmm. shares, okay? But you have to leverage. It has to be very clear how much it is worth and how much shares it will be worth. So that's uh, that's how much. Um, so when I started out, I think I had about 170,000 pesos in about, I know you like numbers. So I came out in the first uh, entrepreneur magazine when it was launched here in the Philippines. I was one of the first because uh, it was... Uh, 800 million in six years, you know, my first six years. So that was uh, the speed that it was going through. But remember, it started with a business that was like earning less than a million in gross sales for the first six months. And then after maybe one year, I was already earning 1 million pesos net. You know, so, so you wouldn't see that coming. You just have to concentrate on doing the, the thing that you're doing for this small thing and then thinking now on how to multiply it on how to multiply it and where to get the cash to support the multiplying. And remember, getting the cash when you are successful is easier. Getting the cash without you being successful is going to be harder. Mm-hmm. So if you want to be successful on something, you start small. So if you start small, you could manage it, you could make it successful and then you could say, hey, I don't care if it's big or small, but I'm successful in this small little thing. And people are going to invest in you because you are successful. People like to invest on winners. Nobody yeah. wants to invest on somebody like, uh, how much sales do you make? Oh, we don't have sales yet. Oh my God. Uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, let's go to the next. Who is so the next? Like, next candidate. Like, yeah, so the people like say, so what did you do? Have you ever tried it? Have you ever started it? Have you, so, you know, if you have done it, even in the smallest scale possible, then, there is already this, this trust that you can actually do it. And all you need is support to multiply it. Hi there, I'm Coach Laika Maravilla. Whether you're looking for a new opportunity, a new position, or a promotion, I'm here to help you land your dream job. Let me walk you through what you need to do before, during, and after your next job interview in the Get Hired podcast. Listen, learn, and get hired now. Jay, yes. I have a question. 
Bakit wala ka pang Shark Tank dito sa Philippines? Dapat ikaw yung mundo. Sarga Village is like Shark Tank. Huh? Oh yeah, Sarga Village is like Shark Tank. That's the way it goes. You face a, a group of yeah, people. Yeah, sa bagay. Well, we don't have a television show for it. One of my students does have, si John Aguilar. Uh, I was about to say yeah, on CNN. Yeah, I'm not in that business. I don't want to come out in, ca- in camera. <laughs> so, uh, I only get interviewed like this, but I don't want to be <laughs> coming out as a showbiz uh, type of person. I, I'm in the real world. So the people that you meet are, and a lot of the entrepreneurs, investors, they don't want to be known. So they, they don't want to come out. You know? this, it's not showbiz for them. So Yes. So they they they're they're there. They say if they want you, and then they'll invest in you. Yeah. Uh so I feel like we could have seven shows again, uh, as I said, yeah. or more with you. And I feel like you're just such a natural at at teaching and giving advice. But sadly, we are short. So I think Diana has to give her key points right now. And oh and we'll, my god, we'll go <laughs> into the final key question. <laughs> Or, 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 yeah, go ahead, go ahead, D. <laughs> Ang hirap ng key points that usually uh-huh. when we have a guest, what I do is like, I do, I take my notes as a interviewer, and then later I'm going to read the key points of the things that, you know, about that particular business that the guest is doing. But with you, I think that's challenging, right? So, well, I guess it's just basically if anyone listening to this right now would like to start their business, you know who to look for here in the Philippines. He has a startup village and also the Bayan Foundation. And of course, they will help you, you know, to basically structure your business and know where you're good at, what you, what is your forte, what, what is, how much cash do you need and start small, but dream big. Yun yung, yung take ko talaga na, imagine nyo, you can always listen to a person who started with 170,000 and it made it in six years, it grew to 800 million. That's amazing. That's crazy. That's a, like, you should have a documentary, amigo, about this, you know? <laughs> Literally, yeah, to inspire more people, you know? Because I don't think people realize that they can actually do businesses with people like you if they don't have the information or, or the knowledge that you're around, you know what I'm saying? Or the awareness of you. So thank, thank you for being on the show. Thank uh, you. It's, it thank makes you. me, it makes my job harder to give key points <laughs> only because you're amazing. So, yeah, thank you for being on the show and for teaching us even more. I want to get in touch with you even further. And I'm glad that I connected you guys and you guys are in the same business without knowing the Wolfgang thing. <laughs> that's yeah, I, so cool. I, I've never met most of our partners. It's sort of just yeah, uh, how it is there, right? silent investors and kind of you don't. You know, yeah. are, somebody actually wrote a book about me and my story. Oh, so, and, but what see, is it? I'm too shy. That mm. I actually bought all of them. <laughs> no way. Make it an yeah. audiobook. No, oh my no, no, God. No, no. So I bought all of them so that it won't come out. <laughs> I, I got that, but like, Sayang, can I have it? <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll send you one. I'll send you one. <laughs> Thank I'll you. And then before we go, I want to ask you like, what is the last piece of advice you would give to anyone listening or watching us right now that? would like to start their business, wala silang, I'm not going to say wala silang balls, but I would say wala silang, alam po, yung parang takot, syempre, walang cash flow eh, diba? Hindi nila alam kung paano yon. So what would you, what advice would you give us? Oh. Uh, be humble, know yourself, and seek help. 
and learn. Learn is the number one thing. I mean, learn by watching this type of shows. I mean, if whoever's listening here and you listen to this show, and for example, you hear this, then hopefully you'll call us. Don't mm. be shy, call us. We are here to help you. So that's that's what I think uh, you should understand. Be a master of yourself. Learn, learn, learn all the time. Watch, watch, watch shows like this. Go educate yourself. Uh, even self-educate, it's free. Yeah. And learn. I didn't know anything about business. I, I forgot to tell you. I mean, I'm in the streaming business as well. I was going to ask you next. What a synchronicity. I, as you talk, I was going to tell you, wait a minute. Yeah. You hold some of the biggest streamers and you didn't talk about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah during the pandemic, I opened it up. But yeah, so, but I learned it. I mean, uh, I learned that business and now I'm in the gaming business and, and in the mm -hmm. streaming business. And we have one of the... Uh, bigger agencies in, in a particular channel in a particular app that uh, we have people earning a hundred hundred fifty thousand a month just streaming. So it's, can we guess you again for that? So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no problem. I ask it on air so that Vince is aware. I'm asking. Okay, lang okay, lang Vince. Yeah, yeah, yeah no problem. Anytime, anytime. I, I could bring other uh, other people. What app is time. this? Or what what streaming business? Or it's in Bigo. Okay. Okay, Bigo is like uh, Kumu is local, Bigo yeah. is global. But I have like uh, 200 hosts now, and they host, and some of them make 150, 100,000 a month average. Some of them make 150,000 in 15 minutes. That's how big it can be, you know, depending on how good you are as a host. So, and anybody can be a host. What so, is that girl on Biba, Mateo? Is, is she your talent? And Mateo is in, Mateo. oh, she's already like her own. She's like earning like half, maybe half a million a month. What is her connection with you? I remember. I used to be, uh, I used to be her manager. I, I produced her first TV show. Nice, uh, nice. I, I never went into that as well. I went into TV production. <laughs> so I, I did all of that stuff. So. And Mateo is now on her own. She's a professional gamer. Nice. Half a million Amazing. a month. <laughs> Thank you for being on the show. Oh my God, Beans, I don't want to Yeah, yeah, it's it's a it's a. He's like <laughs> a lot of everything. So, uh, would love to pick your brain on more things in the future. But wow, th th those are really really cool stories. <laughs> so, if people want to connect with you, if they want to ask for more advice, if they want to reach out to your uh, the startup village or but any yeah, of your yeah. other. Uh, well, the easiest would be uh, Facebook would be Professor J. Bernardo or Instagram is Professor Prof. JB. Uh, mm. well, but both Startup Village and Bayern Foundation, you could just type it out and Google it and you'll get uh, all the ways to you could get uh, in touch with them. No? But for b bigger entrepreneurs that uh, want to professionalize their business, uh, it is uh, uh, Asian Center of Entrepreneurship or Masters of Entrepreneurship. So. It's a master's degree program for entrepreneurs. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for a wonderful, <laughs> wonderful guest, uh, Professor Jay Bernardo. Really appreciate all the great advice. Oh, my God. I feel like I need to take a class now in <laughs> Just from the short talk, I learned so much. So do connect with uh, Professor Jay uh, online if you have more questions. I know, I know we gave very generic advice mm -hmm. because he's in so many different interest, industries. But if you do have a business and you need specific advice for your business, he might also be in that business. So he might be able <laughs> to give you advice. So 
Uh, we're way over time, so just uh, thank you again for tuning in, everyone. On behalf of uh, our guest, Dr. Jay Bernardo, I'm Vince Galanco from WhenInManila.com. I'm Diana Menezes. And this thank was you. the Young Money Podcast, and we'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. <laughs>